Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 63 of Be With Me. Today is gonna we're gonna talk about prophecy, and the title is Prophecy Results in Crumbling. So let's just review for just a second what my view of prophecy is. And prophecy is the spontaneous teaching or ideas that comes to a prepared mind that results in understanding, encouragement, and we're going to see here today, crumbling. Uh, It is a similar process that the Holy Spirit is talked about in John chapter 14, verse 26, where the Holy Spirit comes to individuals and brings to their remembrance certain things, things that he has done in the past. It's just a little bit different. It comes to a different person that is a church leader. It comes in a different setting that is in a church service, and the timing is different. It's the prepared mind, but then this is the spontaneous ideas or connections or cross-references or memories of scripture that come in real time. So here's, here's what I'm gonna talk about today. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 24. And when that process happens, when, when prophecy happens, what is the result? The, the one-word answer is it results in crumbling. Listen in. But if all prophesy, and an unbeliever, so it's going to talk about an unbeliever and the steps that happen to them as they, as they hit the door here. So an unbeliever or outsider enters, hearing prophecy, he is convicted by all, all the prophecy, and he is called to account by all the prophecy. The secrets of his heart are disclosed, and so falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. So the falling on his face, that's the crumbling part. That's just the summary of what happens. I'm going to break it down to eight different steps. But listen again, but if all prophesy and an unbeliever or outsider enters, he is convicted by all, he is called to account by all, the secrets of his heart are undisclosed, and so, falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. So when prophecy happens, all this good stuff happens. Okay, so first thing that happens is an unbeliever comes, that is an outsider enters into the, the the church of God. So just a you know call for all of us is let's make the inside of a church as winsome as possible so that people come and people stay and they hear stuff, prophecy, teaching. So let's welcome and serve people. Let's meet needs. Let's take care of addictions. Let's love children. Let's support uh, the aged, all the things that the church does uh, to a, a, a greater or lesser degree. All right, so first step number one is the unbeliever is coming. The second step is conviction. And this is the part where the whole, this you know, this can't be without God. There's a, a verse about David. When this happened to David, it says his heart struck him. It's one of my favorite conviction verses in, in, in the Bible. It's where it's that moment where you say, oh, this is true. Or maybe, maybe a person says, oh, what have I done? Or uh, I uh, quote, I could be wrong in this, unquote. It's when a person realized that he has one, like one single sin, and it's a it's a big revelation. It's a night and day moment for for most people. So then, step three is the call to account. So this is the counting of my sins. There's a song that says, "My sins, they are though they are many." So you move from like I'm I I have sinned one single time. I'm not too bad. It's like oh wait a minute. I've got many sins. So you get like overwhelmed by, 
your your sinfulness, when you start to count your sins. So then even worse, step, step number four is where the secrets of your heart are undisclosed. So then you get stuff where you get this unconcealing, all my steps have C's here, by the way. So it, there, a, step number one is coming. Step number two is conviction. Step number three is counting. Step number four is unconcealed. That's where the hidden or stuff you've mischaracterized is, hey, man is basically good. I'm basically good. And you move to woe is me. So unconcealing is where you think you're, 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 you know, I'm okay and you're okay to woe is me. And then the response. So this is the bodily response. Step number five is the bodily response to this spiritual thing that's happening. And that is crumbling. That's when you fall on your face. That's when your body agrees with your mind that has knowledge, a mind that has accounting and a soul that's been disclosed unconcealed that is naked bare naked spiritual uh people and when you go to a church if you if you're an unbeliever every single believer in that church has had this happen to them and for believers that actually keeps on happening so that's fun and this is the time where you say i am i am bereft i need help mercy i am undone my sins are many and they're they're before me and then there's the point of belief, which is this acclaiming. That's where you, that's step number six, where you say, God, who you are. This has to be spirit-led and guided, this journey, and obviously we need help with this. So if you truly worship one God, you are a believer. It's a big pill to spot, swallow because you agree that you say, you agree with who he says he is. This is not the God of our own making. Uh, this is the God as he is represented in scripture and as he actually is. And so then your mouth starts to work. And that is step number seven, confession, where God, you say God is really among you. So let's break that down. You say God is real. God is and all that he entails. And it, he is who he says he is, who he was, says he was, who he says he will be, uh, that he exists uh, primarily so you confess the name of God. And then final thing here is you join community. And you say, he's among you. And I hope the next step is, which is not mentioned here, can I be a part of this? So, um, so there is a Christian community that is loved by God. He's equipped the whole, by the Holy Spirit with gifts for the common good. So the, one of those are leaders in the church who go to a service and engage the prepared mind um, by preparation and probably in teaching and leading, who then add a spontaneous teaching or spontaneous ideas in real time, that's what prophecy is, as the Holy Spirit brings to mind in real time to leaders in the service. This is the uh, a process that is not without effect. And these spontaneous spiritual bullets hit their target. And we see that by conviction and uh, counting of sin and unconcealed hearts and crumbling bodies and claiming people and people that eventually confess. This is my best understanding of prophecy, a prophecy that has results in conviction, counting, crumbling, and confession. This is you. Please do it today and then join a community. Thanks for listening.